This is Star Wars Rebels Alert, the weekly podcast after show where we recap and discuss each and every episode of Star Wars Rebels Season 3. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. Now we're coming off a massive few weeks of Star Wars. We had a huge Rogue One trailer, the conclusion of the Darth Vader comic book series, right. a casting announcement for Lando Calrissian, Donald Glover. Yep. I know it's not a forum for this, but quickly, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I love it. This, this, is, this, is, this is fantastic. I think the guy has uh, the right swagger to carry on, obviously, what the, the original Lando did, uh, Billy Dee Williams, so that's cool. And um, I love it. It's the first cast we've had in that movie since um, the Han Solo himself. Yeah, yeah it so. is. It's looking good. And we get to cap the whole week off with all these announcements, you know, comic books and all that, with another fantastic episode of Star Wars Rebels. Quickly before we get going here, you guys can always grab us on Twitter at SWRebelsAlert. If you'd like to email us, SWRebelsAlert at gmail.com. You can always find us underneath our Nerd Room banner, the Nerd Room podcast on YouTube. Also hit us up on iTunes or Podbean. Give us a rate and review there. We're looking for comments, feedback, and we're always looking to foster that conversation between like-minded Star Wars fans. Yes, always. I'd love to hear you guys' comments, your thoughts, uh, whether you like the episode or not. Uh, please hit us down below. Yes. Very ominous title here, The Last Battle. Now, we spoke a bit in last week's episode about this and what we thought this was going to be. So, let's just recap here. What did you think this episode was going to be coming into it? My predictions were way off. Nobody died. I failed. What what, what, what about you there? Well, I'll tell you. As soon as this episode opened, so we get this you know opening scene where we have the crashed battle droid station, which is a really cool callback to not only Clone Wars, but also episode one. Yep. So, it's nice to see that. But as soon as Rex stepped off that shuttle, I thought to myself... He is going to die. This is yeah. it. This is Rex's last battle. He's going to do something where he sacrifices himself mm-hmm. for Kanan or Ezra or the greater cause. This is Rex's last episode. Good prediction, aren't you, right? <laughs> for sure. That's what I thought. <laughs> and we will discuss that. But again, with the title, I really thought this was going to be something where it was more a finale of a character rather than a conclusion to a larger arc almost. For sure, like a proper send-off for the character. Yes. Yeah. And I think this would have been appropriate for Rex, but this whole episode has a real Clone Wars vibe to it. Yes. Right down to the end credit sequence almost, right? Right. And not being a veteran of Clone Wars, can you speak a bit to how you felt about them revisiting some of the arcs throughout this episode? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because, you know, if I didn't really pay much attention to the Clone Wars, it would have been a little weird, you know, because... The prequels didn't do the greatest job on these droids or the actual clone troopers themselves. Um, so it's really cool to see um, the battle droids obviously show up. And um, you mentioned it to me before, the destroyers. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. And it's great to see Rex just kind of take action. Very reminiscent of like the troopers did in the Clone Wars. I love seeing that. So it was really great to see that again. And like I mentioned, I think it was last episode. I really hope we do get to see more Rex. So yeah. it was cool to see that this episode. And this being centralized around Rex, this is really cool what they're doing. Is that they take each episode. And I know they've done this with other stuff in Clone mm-hmm. Wars and that. But they're really focusing on particular characters and developing them as we go through the season. Yeah. While carrying on the larger arcs. And even concluding some of the older arcs from Clone Wars. Wars. Yes. And we see, you know, like you said, Rex taking leadership here, and he mm-hmm. almost goes right back to Clone Wars mode. Because when they come mm-hmm. off the shuttle here, he refers to Kanan as General. Right. Which at first I was like, oh, Kanan got a promotion. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's similar to what they did in the Clone Wars, promoting the Jedi's to Kenobi. generals. Yeah. yeah. And you had Han Solo and Lando get the general tag yeah. in the original trilogy. So that's where I thought at first. But yeah. then when, as we go through the episode, he does continue to call him Commander, and right. he kind of goes in and out of Clone Wars mode. Yeah. I was like, he accidentally called Kanan general just because he thought he was back in the yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah, it's, it's just like that muscle memory kicking in again. There, yeah, it's right? such a nice touch. Yeah. And using Ezra as almost the viewer's point of view here, I thought that was really cool. So it's almost taking people that haven't seen Clone Wars mm-hmm. and using Ezra as that pivot point to be like, let's introduce 
the viewers that haven't seen Clone Wars, the younger viewers or viewers like me that never spent the time yeah. and use him as our way into the stories. And you have Rex kind of detailing about what the battle droids were all about, how yes. it was, you know, a real hard time for them. He gets quite emotional throughout this Very episode. Very much so. Kind of loses himself a little bit, actually. He does. Yeah. And you see him become less of a authority figure or a mentor to Ezra yeah. and more of an authority figure, actually. Because he, he at one point, he kind of goes right off on Ezra and Kanan yeah. has this nice line where it's, all warriors have scars and some you can't see. Yes, I love that line. And yeah. it was really nice to see that. And even at times for this, this, it's really touching again on this PTSD idea. Mm-hmm. And they really played with that through this episode. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it and how developing a bit more of what Rex is feeling. Because you really never get a sense of that until this episode. That Rex, mm-hmm. is, he seems so put together. Yeah. And he's kind of always involved with war here. And he's basically bred for war. Yeah. And that's something that maybe we don't fully get mm-hmm. when you look at the character and how he interacts with the rest of the ghost crew. Definitely. And I really like the line from Ezra here when they're talking about the clankers and they do get captured by the, the battle droids at the start. Yeah. And they're going, Roger, Roger. And Ezra turns and goes, wait, who's Roger? Who's Roger? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. That was great. And it's classic too to see that. I think that happened in The Phantom Menace. Was it the first time in Phantom Menace we saw him get captured by like that, that kind of Oh like yeah, net? the ratio. The ratio. Yeah, so you kind of see that at the very start of Phantom Menace. That exactly. Qui-Gon. With, yeah, Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan getting captured there. That's so right. it's a great callback. And like yeah. you said, the destroyers and the battle droids Mm. and it's it's there are goofy droids yeah but one thing that this episode really did well i thought was it made you feel nostalgia for the prequels for the clone wars cartoon definitely did and it's not that old and for a set of movies that again aren't particularly well received by the community Mm -hmm. i think they did a really good job at making you have this sense of yearning for the i wanted to go back and watch right the Phantom Menace and the Clone Wars and that and revisit some of these concepts and ideas because yeah. the way that they're able to hit and use aspects of that I find it just fantastic yeah it's great and it's pretty smart too because this is kind of like an episode that could easily go over your head and just be geared towards kids but if you pay attention there's a pretty cool message going on throughout the yeah. whole uh, episode right so um, yeah it's, it's pretty good no filler no it's yeah. not and like you said the message is here it's closure it's yeah. PTSD it's issues that people that have been in battle go through That's so it's right. some deep stuff here if some you actually really slice stuff. it apart yeah Especially, you know, because all these enemies at the end of the day squash their beef and they, yeah. they, they move on with their lives, right? Yeah. Which is something that's never been done in Star Wars. No. Yeah. Common enemy, right? Right, yeah. And we get introduced here to our main villain of the episode, the yeah. super tactical droid. Yeah. And he's an interesting character. And yeah. they're always questioning, like, why weren't the battle droids shut down? Why are there still battle droids? And he describes the idea that he thought that the Jedi ploy was another scheme by the Republic. Mm-hmm. And he never let his droids be shut down. Yeah. So they've been there for decades. Right. And it's interesting to have this type of villain here. Someone that's, again, programmed for battle. Very much like Rex. It's almost a reflection of each other, right? Exactly. Mirror images. Yeah. And you have this cold battle droid that you feel almost nothing for. But then you have Rex, who is the same thing, more or less. Someone that's programmed from birth Mm -hmm. to kill and to use strategy again. Because that's a whole other concept in this episode is the idea that when they get into that mode they're so formulaic there's so much strategy going into what they do is that you need to follow this in line and you see rex hit on this again and again and again that's why he gets mad at ezra because he's not following orders he's not doing timing precision so he really falls back into that yeah and the real motivation here for the villain here the super tactical droid is ending the clone wars so neither of them rex 
or the super tactical droid had a satisfying conclusion to the Clone Wars. And I feel, too, that is a bit paralleled with the viewers as well. They kind of call them that, right? Yeah, Yeah. because it's something that we actually didn't get to see the Mm -hmm. end of properly. After Disney took over, they shut down the Clone Wars TV series almost Mm -hmm. immediately and then revamped with Rebels, but we never got the satisfying conclusion. And I feel that whether this is Dave Filoni's way (laughs) or the writers or producers or whomever, trying to get a satisfying end to the Clone Wars. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's explored really well later on in the episode with Ezra and how he hits on this. Again, I think he is our way into this conflict, our way into understanding a bit more what's going on between these two guys. Yeah, and really mature Ezra, too. We've seen him kind of grow quite a bit in this episode, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah, he understands that concept that he wasn't part of the Clone Wars because mm-hmm. Kanan was, Rex was, all these battle droids were. So he's kind of been thrust into this conflict without really understanding what's going on. Yeah. What the super tactical droid wants to do here is essentially set up a war games to finally conclude the clone wars Mm -hmm. and he pits what he considers to be the perfect match of two jedi and a clone trooper against his battle droids and it's interesting again the callback to clone wars you have a padawan Mm -hmm. you have a jedi and you have the the clone commanders exactly yeah and i again not having seen clone wars but i can appreciate this this is similar to what we see in the prequels as, as well right oh yeah and this idea of this rescue mission this is something that's strung right through the clone wars right through the original trilogy all the time <laughs> it's, it's banged over our heads yes it is <laughs> and there's a couple moments in there what before they do get captured by the battle droids again coming back to rex and he's hearing the roger roger he's hearing what he thinks is clone commander cody's voice yeah. And what happened to Clone Commander Cody in the Clone Wars? Like, I presume he's still alive. I don't think so. No? With Cody. No, I don't think so. It's interesting because some of the clone troopers actually do live afterwards. We don't really know the exact ones. But, I mean, some of them, reading a couple of books, actually become um, the Emperor's Emperor's guards. Yeah, Yeah, so some of them are actually troopers. Uh, I think there was one trooper we saw that kind of was older than the rest of the troopers that kind of lived on and had his own life. But Cody, I'm not too sure. What happened to him? I don't think he made it out, though. No, because in the old EU, the Legends line, he did go on and he stayed with the Empire, didn't remove his chip, and he went on to train some of the Stormtroopers. Really? So I don't know if he's still alive, because I was interested in that idea, that concept, that maybe these two could come face-to-face at some point. One that, you know, abandoned the Empire and one that stuck with them, but they're basically the same human, right? Yeah, yeah, brothers, clones. So it'd be an interesting contrast to have that. But for sure it's scrapped in because it's Legends, you're saying. It's Legends, but I don't know if that leaves a door open for him actually being still alive. Right. Okay, interesting. And then just on a side note here, mm-hmm. we do have Sabine and Hera present in this episode. And they're the ones that actually bring the Empire to the fold here. Yeah. With the rebels that are on the ground, Ezra, Kanan, Zeb, Zeb and yeah. Rex being captured here. We do see and Chopper. Chopper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we do see Chopper sending out a distress signal to Sabine and Hera. And that is intercepted by the Imperials here. We get Callus and, yes. and Governor Price, as well as three gorgeous looking Star Destroyers. I just love these spots. Yeah. I know we go on about this every single week. I don't know. It's just so good. There's, I, I want them on my wallpaper. Yes. You know, from my computer. They look great. So at the beginning of this last battle, if you will, that is actually dropped in the episode. <laughs> yeah. The episode title. <laughs> kind of funny here. But we do see, again, Rex taking the lead here of these war games, if you mm-hmm. will. And when they start the battle here, it's three on a massive droid army. And the way these droids march out, again, they're using all the same sound effects. Yeah. They're using, you know, the blasters of the uh, destroyers 
the Roger Roger, all that. Yeah. It's so reminiscent, it's there. and I just love what they've done here. And again, coming back to this idea, it makes me feel nostalgia for the prequels. It really does, because I do have a soft spot for the prequels. I'm not a prequel basher at all, and I think we've made that clear throughout this whole podcast here. So for them to kind of touch back on that, whether it's the Clone Wars or the prequels, is, is much appreciated. And it's, and it's really nice to always see them tie that universe, that not to dismiss the prequels, because it is all one canon universe, right? And they don't shy away from using aspects of the Clone Wars. And again, they're leveraging on the fact that you pretty much, I think, have the same production crew from Clone Wars into this. So they have a yes. lot of tying strings as far as even art direction and all that. But it's cool that they don't shy away from that. They're not leaning so heavily on the original trilogy and trying to build into that that mm-hmm. they forget about the prequels. Exactly. And I think that is where some of its strengths are, yes. is that it takes from all aspects of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and improves and enhances the prequels yeah. for that. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. that's the thing. I think that's a great point, yeah. is that it's enhancing the experience of the prequels for me as yeah. I go through these. And I think that's something that's very difficult to do at times, especially yeah. with a serialized cartoon that, again, it might not have that much impact. But mm-hmm. this they've given them a lot of freedom to do what they want here. And maybe because they're not going to go back and revisit the Clone War era that right. much yeah. that they are giving them the freedom. But I love what they're doing. Yeah. And then quickly talking about how Rex here tears a strip off of Ezra. And this is where you're really starting to see more into the psyche as the episode goes yeah. of Rex and what he's actually been through. Mm-hmm. And that exploration of a character that, for face value, you don't really know much about him. He's, you don't see too much more in Skin Deep. He's a, mm-hmm. ba- he's a soldier, dreadful battle here. Mm-hmm. And then you're actually starting to see the effects of all this. And Ezra asking these questions that really helps the viewers to understand what's going on between the battle <laughs> droid and Rex. Yeah. And it's all about closure here. Yes. It's about finishing the Clone Wars once and for all. That's a great call, yeah. Because once we do have the conclusion of this battle, and they do have this swords and shield maneuver that they do, which is, again, really reminiscent of what we see in the prequels and what we see in Clone Wars. And then they, you know, make pretty quick time through this (laughs) war games here, just more or less destroying the battle droids and the the destroyers and all that. Once, Once Kanan, Ezra, and Rex make it through the base here and they get up to the super tactical droid ezra asks a really interesting question here why did the clone wars end if rex didn't win and if the super tactical droid didn't win yeah. who won right and it's an interesting question to pose because i don't think either of the characters had ever really thought about that they'd always seen each other as basic mortal enemies here mm-hmm. and with ezra posing that question again someone from the outside perspective someone that wasn't part of the clone wars he understands that the droids were shut down the clones were decommissioned and the jedis were destroyed right and the big question mark is, you know, who won the battle? Mm-hmm. And cue the Empire here. Great. And you, you get the introduction of the Adats here. I yeah. Freaking, that's my favorite Imperial vehicle. That's, that's the choice time. right there. If I had to have mm-hmm. any of them on screen, mm-hmm. that's the one I want on screen. It's nice. great to see them here. I love that they're coming back in one oh, form in Rogue One man. as well. Yeah. And it's, oh. it's so good that they're, again, pulling on these threads from the OT that really make me be, I want to go back and watch Empire again just right. from seeing just the Adats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact, too, that they've got that they found the common ground between the battle droids and between the clones here. Right. And they actually band together, like yeah. you said, put their beefs aside. Exactly. And point their aggression, their tactical minds mm-hmm. at the Empire here. They'll defeat the Empire and get off the planet here. For sure. It kind of had a cool, um, like an old school Marvel's what if kind of yeah. concept going up. And then they, they team up at the end, right? To take on the, the common em- enemy. Yeah. So I really I really liked what they did there. <laughs> it's great to see their plan kind of come to fruition as as the battle goes on here. Yeah. Using the proton torpedoes that they were going to steal originally. <laughs> so 
And Rex has a really great line when they're walking out to fight the Empire here. It's one last day in the Grand Army of the Republic. Yeah. I really like That's that. That's cool, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Really, really There's some good, good lines in this one. There are some really mm. good lines. And once the battle comes to conclusion, we do see the Rebels, the Ghost Crew, escape as well as the super tactical droid. I'm expecting him to show back up in the series that's oh yeah yeah i absolutely agree i think he's kind of a favorite in this episode i really like this guy yeah yeah i like what they've done it's almost again you see with the droids and that it's this logic that they have it's you kind of get a little c-3po vibe off them but yeah. a little more of a battle droid type and again when you if you ever read aftermath there's mm-hmm. a battle droid in that that's been reprogrammed the roger roger you see all that and oh, okay it's really neat how they integrated that character it's called mr bones okay yeah it's really cool to see him integrated into the post Return of the Jedi books, mm-hmm. but again, it made me feel like, ah, you know what, this is a character I'm seeing in other books and other times, and bringing and kind of wrapping all these battle droids and coming to some sort of conclusion, again, mm-hmm. it explains a lot why we're not seeing battle droids in the universe, why we're yes. not seeing the clones anymore, and it's nice to see that for people especially that don't have the, the depth of knowledge that some people do, right? Right, it's, with it's, the books and the comics yeah. and all that, yeah. And once we're sitting on this new ship that they've, they've captured here, Rex tells Ezra that he's effectively ended the Clone Wars. Yeah. Something that we as fans have been waiting for for quite some time. Yeah. And Rex himself has been waiting most of his life to do, right? Yeah. I'm interested to see how Rex goes about things going forward because his prime directive, his mm-hmm. prime objective here was to end the Clone Wars. Yeah. And he never had that closure. So I'm interested to see what they do with the character going forward where is he a little lost now? He doesn't mm-hmm. know what to do with him. Yes, he is again in battle with the Empire. So he's back at war, back rebelling. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what they're going to do the character. If they're going to hit on that ever again, or yeah. if they're just going to kind of forget kind about Kind of like that. a closed chapter, and yeah. then he kind of moves on. But we do know he makes it out, because he's in Return of the Jedi. Yes. <laughs> he does. And so Ezra was able to find common ground between two mortal enemies, and help them understand that they're more or less pawns in a much greater plan. Yes. And so it's really nice to see that conclusion for Rex, for the episode, and even for the fans. Yeah, definitely for the fans, right? Because we've had, what, six seasons and kind of two movies in between yeah waiting to for some closure in this for the for the clone wars right yeah so and the super tactical droid as we're leaving here gives them a, quite an ominous outlook as far as the rebellion is going <laughs> telling them that they he calculates that they have less than a one percent chance of successfully mounting a rebellion against the empire <laughs> <laughs> so leaving quite a bit on a down note we do know how that all turns out at the end of the day yeah. but it's funny to see that again kind of c-3po like giving statistics yes that's unwanted exactly. statistics <laughs> yeah so there it is that is the end of the clone wars you get a really nice end credits not so much scene but as we fade out we do see more or less the clone wars looking symbol the all yellow and we get the conclusion with the clone wars music as well yeah that's pretty cool logo actually i like that so So overall what was your uh your 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 feel for this episode i really enjoyed it i'm a bit disappointed that i don't have the background in clone wars Mm -hmm. i feel like i could have appreciated a lot more Mm -hmm. but i think like i said at the top here and a couple of times through is that this brought a lot of nostalgia for me for the prequels Mm -hmm. and now i'm really considering and i said it before that i want to go back and understand a bit more what happened in the clone wars it's a time commitment that i'm going to try to make here at some point in time it felt like it was a forward-moving story, mm-hmm. but it had taken a little pause here to tell a different story. Yes, and it's very easy to fall into a filler trap by doing that, yeah. right? But they still... I think they kind of found like their footing with how to like prevent fillers by really just focusing on this character that whatever they want to do, whether it's Sabine, Hera, or Rex in this case, right? And mm-hmm. just really dive into their story, whether their their background and their history, and just and give you an overall good episode. Yeah. yeah. They're nice little 
like interludes as yeah. the story goes. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's still moving forward, yeah. but it's just taken a little, you know, almost meandered off a bit a little, to tell a different story. Because yeah. as you go through these background characters, and I, I'll say Rex is a background mm-hmm. character because he's not always the main focal point. Here, yeah. But it's nice to see that they're focusing on other elements. Like last week, you saw a bit of background on Hera yeah. and Chopper. Yeah. And this week, we're getting Rex, and we're getting a little bit more understanding of the Clone Wars and how that has affected the soldiers in particular, yeah. but also how the ramifications for other parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. And the way that they've tied that in, the imagery that they use, the callbacks, I absolutely love this. I love yeah. continuity in cinematic universes or whatever you want to call them and pulling on those different strings. So yeah. again, seeing strings pulled from the prequel, strings pulled from the original trilogy, yeah. and kind of melding all that together. Yeah. This is such a brilliant show for doing that. It really is. They've stepped their game up. My only thing is I wish... They could have kind of spaced these episodes a little apart. Uh, that being because we did have... The last time we saw Maul was, I think it was episode two. And it left on such a huge note, right? Yeah. And then from there, we've kind of been waiting and waiting. I think if they could have spaced these episodes a little bit apart and continue the Maul search. Or even more Thrawn. That would have been cool. But I guess with Thrawn, you got to have to sprinkle them in just yeah. a little bit. So you don't want to flood the market with Thrawn there. No. Yeah. And they've really built a really strong foundation here in season three. They've, again, seeded a lot of concepts and ideas. And with this episode, it was the first time I think in season three that we're actually seeing some closure on things. Yeah. We're not really getting new ideas, new concepts. Because the first couple episodes, you get the Thrawn tease, you've got Maul, and you've got all these things that are projecting out ideas that are going to happen in the future episodes. Yeah, that's right. This one was bringing something to a close and saying, you know what, guys, we're going to wipe our hands yeah, of this. Slow this it down is a bit. the end of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. We've kind of tied that into a nice bow. Yeah. Now we're going to focus going forward. It wasn't another episode where they're seeding something that's going to happen later on in the season. Because you get too much of that, and you end up condensing yourself down into the last few episodes yeah. where you're trying to tie all these loose strings up. That's true. And you kind of get all over the place. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen with Thrawn and Maul and all this? And the Bindu. Exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah. you have so many ideas and concepts that mm-hmm. they've already introduced into this season. It's nice to see them closing down something that's, again, it's a callback and they're kind of wrapping something up that is, you know, well before what's happening in Rebels right now. Yeah. But it's nice to see that end. Yeah, for sure. And it's actually nice to see some uh, troops that could actually shoot. Yeah. You know, it's like a shout out to uh, the battle droids there because they actually got Rex, which is something that yeah. Imperial Stormtroopers can't seem to do. No, and that was, that's funny because the, the super tactical droid does mention that the battle droids are shit shots, basically. Right. It's one of the destroyers. They've always kind of been consistently better Badasses. at shooting. Yeah. yeah. And the battle droids are all over the place. They're, su- they're such goofy designs and and droids and that and just the way they talk and the way they have these weird kind of lanky personalities and And it is quite funny but um it is nice to see that they're again hitting on all these different aspects and and maintaining what they did in the clone wars through to this yeah and i like how the episode made sense you know especially for the battle droids or start off the battle droids um the destroyers because the shields are actually were kind of like worn out like these, these these guys are kind of running low Right, so it's kind of neat to get through those shields because that's a big thing in the prequels. These guys are like nearly indestructible. Yeah, right. And Rex is really worried about that at the start, right? And then he throws a helmet at him, (laughs) pierces the shield. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, all in all, I think this is another fantastic episode. Mm -hmm. I, I. I really don't have anything bad to say about this. I was really engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was always looking for these little Easter eggs and that that they've planted in these episodes. Yeah. I really do enjoy doing that. Yeah, no, that's great. So Not as bad. we conclude here, we end up with no torpedoes, no munitions, <laughs> but a brand new Phantom. I love that Phantom. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Yeah. These toys, there has to be some toys coming out. And Rex's costume too. Yeah. I really like the look of it. And so they just released a Rebels era Rex in the three and three quarter inch line. I think that came out actually with the Force Awakens line recently. Oh, okay. So that, that is kicking around on the shelves right now. Nice, nice. And Troy did manage to grab me the Sabine from season two, a three three quarter inch on right. the Rogue One card back the other day. So that's one of the harder ones to find. So mm-hmm. much appreciated, dude. No worries. It's a great looking figure. 
it's a line I'm trying to stay away from because I'm pretty in deep with uh, the Black Series 6-inch. Yeah. But um, for all you guys out there, go to your local Walmart and try and find this. Yeah, they're stacked deep now on 3 3 yeah. quarter inch. So, And it looks like we're going to have a bit of a hiatus of at least a week here. I would say so. There's no episode next week. No, so yeah. they did announce the three other episodes, and their, their names are escaping me right now. But it looks like we're going to be back in two weeks' time, I believe, here, right after Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're going to do here, so we don't have an episode next week, but we both just finished Ahsoka. So I think what we're going to do is a quick review on the Ahsoka book. It kind of ties into the Rebels concept here. And the Clone Wars. Exactly, and I think it'll be appropriate to do. So we're going to run down next week, if there's not an episode, Mm -hmm. we're going to run down and review the Ahsoka book. So it'll be full spoilers on there. So if you guys want to make sure you finish that book by then, Mm -hmm. we'll discuss that next week while we have a little bit of a hiatus. It'll just be a short 30-minute episode like we usually do here. And we'll kind of run through the book, hit on certain aspects, the highlights here, and how it ties into the greatest Star Wars universe. Yeah, it should be a fun episode, especially I'd love to hear your guys' comments and see what you guys thought of the book yourselves. Uh, my recommendation is check it out on Audible. It's, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a great listen. Yeah. yeah. I do all your Star Wars on Audible. Really? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely fantastic forum yeah. for listening, and I just love what they're doing right now with the books. So good. And if you guys are also interested in other broad-spanning nerd news, comic books, movies, whatever... We're always talking about that every single Thursday on our other podcast, The Nerd Room. Yeah, find us there. Yes, this week we're going to be running down the new Logan trailer, the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, and discussing in a little more depth this casting of Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian oh, yeah. in the next Han Solo anthology film. Looking forward to it. So you can catch us on Thursdays on The Nerd Room. Yes, yep. yes. And like I said at the top of the show, you can always grab us on Twitter at SWRebelsAlert, at Gmail, SWRebelsAlert at gmail.com, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Make sure to give us a like and subscribe over on iTunes. Awesome. Yeah, keep it up, guys. It's been great. Thanks for everyone out there for tuning in and uh, checking out the show. Until next week, guys, this is Star Wars Rebels Alert signing off. I'm Tim. I'm Troy.